0: Living the summer on the whim of nature really helped me realize that.
1: That's Miriam Hubner, Winnipegger and current student at Canadian Mennonite University. This summer, Miriam took on the journey of biking 6,024 kilometers across the United States with the Center for Sustainable Climate Solutions, an organization that strives to create conversations about the climate crisis. Starting in Seattle and ending in Washington, D.C., Miriam biked over 100 kilometers every day for two months. Along the way, they stopped and talked to different communities to learn about their experiences. So, what do you learn when you live on the whim of nature for two months riding a bike? Today, we'll find out.
0: It wasn't as hard physically as I was expecting it to be. Obviously, it was still like there was definitely difficult days and the climbs in the beginning were rough just because I'm from the prairies, which is very flat. And then all of a sudden I was in the mountains of like eastern Washington, which is very different. The team dynamic was like super great. We had a coach, two people that drove in the van and then 16 riders. So we were all like very encouraging to each other and helping each other out. I don't think I could have gotten through the ride without them, but with them, it made it not as hard as I was expecting it to be. I think I learned um, how dependent we are on the world around us because in a car or like living in a house, I feel like pretty sheltered from the world. For example, if it rains, I can just go inside and like it'll be fine. If there's a big storm, I know my house will protect me. If it's super hot I can turn on the air conditioner. But biking I didn't have that. So like if it was really hot we drank a lot of water, but like the risk of overheating was there. Or like there was some big storms and we didn't have any cover. So like everything felt a lot more real. And then thinking about that, like I chose to be in this situation. But Lots of people don't choose to be in that situation. The risks are there and it's not their fault. So I think just, like, realizing how important, like, how scary climate change is because we think that we're so sheltered, but we're not. Living the summer on the whim of nature really helped me realize that. For example, we had a conversation about, like, um, environmental refugees And, like, people who had to come to America because their countries, like, weren't as habitable anymore and their homes were, like, underwater or just, like, experiencing that sort of thing. But what really made that real was, like, biking through eastern Washington and seeing all of the different fruit orchards and stuff like that where, like, lots of people from South America came. And, like, a large reason why they came was because of, like, the environmental crisis. So just, like... Learning about it, but then seeing it was what really stuck out to me. Or, like, when we were biking through and there was, like, just, like, devastating impacts of forest fires. Like, it's one thing to hear about it, but then to see it really brings it to a whole new level. This experience reemphasized how important a community is and talking about climate change with other people. It's one thing to just eat local food and, you know, use a metal straw but that's not going to do very much in the long scheme of things so just like how important it is to do environmental work with other people and also just like to live with other people because climate change is scary and it it can be very overwhelming to think about it but when you have other people to think about it with you it becomes not more manageable but you can just like be there together and support each other
1: Thank you, Miriam, for this incredible story of growth and reflection. Miriam's wise words inspire me to start conversations about climate change with friends and family, and to find ways I can make a difference in my own community. This is Carol LeBlanc, student at Canadian Mennonite University. Thanks for listening.